soon and if you don't you you had a good life and a good career B that's all I can say I'm, I'm sorry about how it went out but I'm just you know all, all prognosis ain't looking that good for that my, my man Well, you got folks like Kamal, who, who will come with the most morbid shit. You're like, yo, my, my child's birthday. Oh, they, they made it to two? Like, goddamn. Hey, <laughs> what the fuck? wasn't based on my parenting, but, you know, good luck with them. Anyway. Yo, you know what this is? It's Renegade Culture, guys. That's Renegade right. Culture. Renegade, and this is Kamal K. Franklin, and you are? I'm Clarence Jama Chang, and we're in the building, alongside the people them. I go by the name of the, the Ed, Ed Doctor. Ed Doctor. Okay. And, of course, transmitting live, I am Minister Server, along with... Boy, Jai in the building. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jai, 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 Jai,
we, we sat down and didn't even have a fucking plan as to what we were going to talk about. <laughs> we just started running our miles. And he's like, yo, we got some chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, shit rocked on. Yeah, in yeah. fact, it was the, it was the uh, 50th anniversary of the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King, I believe. Uh-huh. Yes, it was. So um, that's when we recorded and it was released around this time. So shout out to Playback Sound, Playback Studios. Lutz, we ain't seen your ass in three years. Uh, yo, me <laughs> 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 these, these foggy ass microphones, we gotta talk about renegotiating. Right, I want some refunds, refunds, exactly, you know what I'm saying? Man, but speaking of the support we got, and, and like my brother said, like, you know, we've added on now, so we no longer just Renegade Culture. We're yes. also Black Power Media. Uh-huh. We got friends and family. We got a lot of Patreons who've been showing us mad support. They've been showing love. And so again, those folks who gave us $5 or more, I know not supposed to mention amounts, but those who gave a little bit more than some others, we yeah. probably some a free shot on a renegade culture, and only here will we fuck up your name without a problem with the more money you give. So, it, but it before all, you say that, uh-oh. I want to say for those that, that didn't give that amount, uh-huh. we appreciate you still. We still you know love what I'm you. saying. Yeah. We don't we don't want to come off like like that other guy was talking about some. I know you sent ten dollars, but you could have sent some more. True, we are absolutely True. grateful. You True. gave a nickel, or even reposted our shit because you got some cats that are straight That's haters right. That's right. that act like they ain't even listening to our shit. But we can see through your motherfucking iPhone, oh. and we see your punk ass listening. Damn. But anyway, there you go. Now read off some of them Patreons who gave us some support. All right, first we got Leon Rogers. All right, Leon. Leon. We got Brian Zane. All right, okay. We got Will Hardesty Dick. Oh, wait, what? Uh, Stop, what? Yeah, who? who you got? <laughs> world. They just really did a Bart Simpson right there. They got <laughs> world's hardest dick. World's <laughs> <laughs> hardest <laughs> Yo. Only a really good coach. Boris McDaniels. We got Max Shue. And we got Tennessee Betro. No, her name is Today Betro. They ain't called Betro. They want to say they ain't fucked up. He want to take it personal with his people. Well, yeah, that's, my, that's my sister-in-law. So, you know, she gave oh, him some loot. She gave him some loot. That nigga said Tennessee. Tennessee. Say it again. Say it again for the people. Today Betro. Today Betro. Yes. Today Betro. Uh, yeah. not, not Patron, Betro. Is that yeah. French? Goodbye, I'm leaving the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ethiopia! Ethiopia. Okay. So yeah, that, let's get back to a show real quick before this turns sideways. It's gonna be all the way So we got, we got some hot topics tonight, some important things that are going on. Yes. And in, in honor of our third year, we're not gonna have no guests on today. Yes. We're gonna do the way we used to do it old school. We're gonna kick it and talk about the issues we'll that are happening in our community. Yes. Um, so we got a lot of stuff coming up, in, including the trial with George Floyd. Uh, performative activism and organizing, talking a little about COVID, um, and then some what the fuck segments. So we're gonna come back in a second. Ear Doctor, won't you take us out? Yeah. Real DJs up in Renegade Culture. Sad the Renegade coaches in the building. We back yeah. on the air, you know what Oh, yes. Episode, we don't even fucking know, but it's a lot. I know we got over 100 episodes, 300, I was going to say 300 years. 300 years. <laughs> Three years. Yes. That's episodes talking to you, That's talking to you, I know, I feel like That's it. what it is. 108. People in the back, our producers like, 108. They're like, wow, two, three. <laughs> episode 108. And this is our third year commemoration, anniversary, all that good shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of shit going on, just like when we first started. It's funny because of the fact, on the very first show we was talking about, we was talking about a brother who was murdered in his grandmother's backyard by the fucking police. Oh, that's right. And here that's it right, is, that's right. three years later, we're talking about the police murdering someone again. In fact, I would say it's probably been the issue that we've come back to over and over and over again. Yeah. Because during that yeah, time, man. all these different killings have happened 
while we've been on the obviously before we've been on the air, but during the yes. time we've been on the air, it's been the single most thing that we've had topic after topic about because that's the thing that keeps happening that becomes Don't the most stop. dramatic thing that, that reaches in the media and shit like that. So but even when we have like OGs on, we had some of the Panthers and we had we talked about uh, uh, some of the, the veterans' fathers and yeah. stuff like that. It was all police related. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So in the tradition of FTP, I'd like to start this motherfucker <laughs> off by saying, fuck the, the police. police. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And all their corporate sponsors. Anyway. Yeah. So if folks don't know, I, th I assume people who've been following the trial, um, Derek Chauvin is the cop who killed uh, George Floyd in Minneapolis. Uh, he put his knee on his neck. Uh, the trial is ongoing. It's been going on for about eight or nine days now. By the time you see this broadcast, uh, the defense is basically trying to make it seem like George Floyd was killed by a drug overdose or because he was high on drugs at the time. And that led to him uh, dying as quickly as he did when that cop put his knee on his neck. Before we go any further yeah. on that, because of the fact that we're going to get into that fuckery. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Some straight fuckery. First of all, the fact that George Floyd is the really, really the person on trial. That's right, right that's right. You know what I'm saying? Chauvin's white ass really ain't even on a fucking trial. I want the listeners and the viewers to stop and think about something. We're saying, and what you saw is this fucking man that's probably a couple hundred pounds kneeling on a man's fucking neck, mm -hmm. okay? Because I think we become desensitized oh, yeah. even though you see it. You have to really imagine someone putting their fucking knee on your neck, not for one minute, not mm -hmm. for 30 seconds. If I put my knee on your neck mm -hmm. for 30 seconds, you're gonna be like, man, yeah, get you the fuck off me. Yes, it it's like, that, yeah. that's, that's a terrible thought. But for how many minutes? Nine minutes. Nine minutes. Nine you minutes. put your fucking white ass knee and sitting looking around like a shifting his weight and all that different type of shit. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. Because when they showed the different angles, they showed him shifting his weight to apply more pressure. Yeah. He was literally trying to murder that man. Yeah. And, and and for those of you who know anything about fighting, the more you lean in, you you you're applying more pressure, exactly. like you said. Exactly. Now the ill shit about that is it's, it's unfortunate because we got to definitely hit on the case. But, yeah. but I'm looking at this and I'm like, you know, I keep hearing folks talk about, man, I wouldn't have been able to stand there and watch this thing go down or whatever. I would have did something. That shit sounds real good. OK, I understand that our people are in fear. OK, so I'm not going to tell you, look, you should go get a fucking brick and bust somebody's head open. But I, 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 I do. I, I promote it. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't I don't I, would, I wouldn't be against you. You understand what I'm saying? But to sit there and have to watch this shit is horrible on, on, on all counts. And that's what we saw from a lot of the witnesses. But yeah, no, no, no. I think, you, I think you're completely correct. In fact, it reminds me, I think we're in a situation where we're experiencing in some ways like the Rodney King trial. I know there's been other places yes. where videotape has been used before, obviously post Rodney King. But it all for me comes back to like we're now at this place where I think, uh, again, I, I, I put out this Twitter thing earlier because... I think he's going to probably get convicted because I think the system is scared about the reaction. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because unlike Rodney King, where folks had to videotape and folks waited because they thought somehow justice would be served mm -hmm. and they went out to the streets. George Floyd was an indication of how times have changed somewhat where folks hit the streets when the video came out and people were like, yo, I can't believe this time. shit happened. Right. Right? right. So I think they're scared to death that if they let this dude off. That because I well, from what I've been looking at in terms of the trial, it seems that, you know, they got the police chief coming out. Yeah. They got all these folks saying, no, this was definitely not our rules and regulations. Right. So this is the system trying to protect itself, exactly. not changing, but just right. protecting itself exactly. to stop things from happening before. So I can I wouldn't be surprised. I know other people are saying different things, but 
I, I wouldn't be surprised to see this person convicted because I think it means something yeah, for them to try to protect themselves. That's exactly, exactly what it is. But, but, but fuck, fuck that because of the fact that even if he is convicted, okay, when's the last time you've seen a cop get over fucking 15 years, 10 years, 12 years. Even the situation down here in Atlanta where it was proven that they planted drugs on Katherine Johnson, they bum rushed her home, they fucking uh, tried to say that she was selling drugs and, 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 and handcuffed her body, her lifeless body, and then, then the motherfucker they caught the most time was got 11 years. Mm -hmm. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And he's out on the streets right now. So when we look at this shit, the parallels, because of the fact that again, they said he was a drug dealer. Mm -hmm. Now in the courtroom they're saying what? Yeah, that is, and he took drugs. Yeah, so, like, yeah. and these motherfuckers even went to extreme lengths talking about, uh, on, and, and on the tape, they were saying, uh, he said, uh, I ate too many drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah This yeah. is the dumb shit that these motherfuckers are saying. He said, I didn't do drugs, but these motherfuckers saying, See, did you hear him say, mm -hmm, I ate mm -hmm. too many drugs? Who the fuck eat drugs, number one, motherfucker? Mm -hmm. The only drugs that motherfuckers eating out here is that shit in the corner store in these fucking food deserts. Yeah, That's okay. the fucking drugs. But it, it's, it's the extreme lengths that the, the uh, the, the defense attorney yeah. is, is, is trying, but it's, it's a horrible thing to sit here. And I mean, I, I, I'm gonna keep it real. I've been watching the highlights. Yeah. I can't sit there and watch all this shit because I'm of the, the fact that way, it make me want to jump in the pool. fucking joint. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, we're, we're, we're in a bad state of state I mean, of you mentioned, uh, Minister Server mentioned earlier that in Minneapolis was the only other place recently, right. I guess, where a cop has been convicted exactly. of killing somebody. And in that case, it was what? It was, it was, it was accidental, it was a, it was a black, Ethiopian cop mm -hmm. and a white woman. Yeah. And because of the pressure on that, but see, you know, I, I, I would agree with both of you saying, they're probably gonna convict him because then they act like he's just a bad egg. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to the whole system being fucked up. Mm -hmm. yeah. they, they, they don't wanna deal with that because if he doesn't, then it will show that it's the whole system. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's out of order right now. But the people in Minneapolis and around the world are, are ready for, because again, back 30 years ago, you said with the Rodney King. Yeah. We had no clue that that was going to come down like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now, yeah. you know, 30 years forward, yeah. we are a bit different right now. So I think, yeah. as you said, that they're going to yeah, do what that, needs to be done politically, yeah. system-wise, so they can kind of calm the natives down, yeah. as it were. Yeah, I think the last time that's what it was, it was like folks somehow thought that because this beating, they're talking about the Rodney King beating, mm -hmm. was so excessive. Right. They're like, there's no way, you know yeah. what I mean? There's no way that they can try to get away with it. So, but that's constantly what they do is to show that their system uh, will protect their we'll own. Protect them, right. And again, even in extreme circumstances. So this is by no means a done deal, right. but it does mean like, you know, the pressure that's been put on over the last 30 years means at the very least that the possibility thereof of some conviction uh, which doesn't, again, change the system, but it's something we got to look out for and prepare so that what you said, that they can't use this as some excuse for, like, see how we, we cleaned our system up, but we're mm -hmm. we no longer a crooked system or something. But not only that, the way the, the way this system works anyway, let's say he is found guilty. You know what I mean? He's not going to be sentenced right away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they're going to give it enough time in between. So when they say he got two years or time served, like in the case of the Oscar Grant situation, mm -hmm. where, where, where these motherfuckers came with that particular angle, that the natives would be like, well, you know, at least they convicted them, so on and so forth. But um, I mean, there's no way that they could possibly, that this motherfucker could possibly walk. Now, we wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he walked, but at the same time, we're sitting here and we're looking at this horrible shit. And not only that, the fact that they're televising the trial is an is ill dynamic because of the fact that you get to see the, 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 the little cat who called the police on him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and he's, he's like one of the most hated motherfuckers in yeah. America. Traumatized, right? man. He's, he's traumatized. traumatized. He's, he's traumatized, yeah. but sure. he's also hated. Definitely because motherfuckers hated. is like, 
your punk ass over twenty dollars, right. you started the shit off. Oh yeah, and that's how they gonna yeah. look at him. It's unfortunate, no what. but it's the reality. Mm-hmm. But then you have to look at the the uh, what's that? The EMS, the, uh, mm-hmm. the firefighter woman. Mm-hmm. Right. You know the judge jumping down her throat because of the fact that she was quote unquote getting smart. I mean, like fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like I couldn't imagine if we're sitting here, renegade culture. If that shit went down in the parking lot, I, I, I don't imagine the outcome would be the same. No. I, I couldn't even imagine. No. And I think that what we have to do, brothers and sisters that, that are out here checking us out, listen, man, we're not promoting violence. We're not necessarily condoning it, but I, I'm, I'm pro self-defense, man. I mean, I just, pro, don't, pro. I just we, we cannot, we can no longer sit around and watch this shit happen. And, and, and the recording, man, in Islam, they say that... Uh, People uh, fight oppression in one of three ways. They say you uh, change it with your hands, you uh, 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 change it in your heart, I mean with your heart, I mean speak out against it or you hate it in your heart. Some of you motherfuckers are afraid to hate it in your heart. You understand what I'm saying? Pick up a brick if you got to, do what the fuck you got to do because these motherfuckers are out of control and it's not a new thing. This has been the system. This has been what the fuck policing in America has been since the days of chattel slavery. So we have to change this shit one way or another. And let's remember, like, this George Floyd in this modern time, I mean, because obviously, like, the last six, seven years, maybe a little bit longer than that, has this police brutality struggle has been constant, right? And we've had since, even you know, this wasn't directly the police, but this stupid-ass security guard who was posing like a cop with Trayvon Martin sort of introduced yeah. this sort of new era, particularly of online yeah. I don't even want to say activism that, that or organizing. Yeah. yeah, I can't, yeah. And yeah. then we have from Trayvon, we have Mike Brown. Mm-hmm. And then since then, there's been sort of lulls, but you know, George, uh, George Floyd's killing, uh, Breonna Taylor's killing, and then later on, Rashad Brooks' killing kind of offered this new wave for a year ago, even during the pandemic, right. in which cats hit the street and the folks started talking about the funding. But we got to notice, right? So the point about this case is, that again, even if this cop is convicted, if you look around the country, most of these policing, the policing structures, not even most, none of them have changed. None. So the firing of, of a police chief doesn't change the system. Exactly. Training doesn't change the system. These systems are still militarized. They're still top down. They're still occupying armies in our black communities and they have to be treated as such. Everywhere that people are talking about defunding the police, That's the right. police have not been defunded. That's even right. in the most liberal cities, even in places that claim they have radical mirrors, right. police budgets are going up, not down. Right. So all of this stuff is sort of, again, we're going to get into this, this performative activism and organizing that seems to be happening is not solving the system, not solving the issues, but yet folks are bringing in dough. And so when we come back. Yes, and I want to yeah. point out one thing. There's a lot of distractions going on as well. No doubt. Okay, I hear everybody talking about some, oh, they legalized marijuana in New York. They legalized this. Fuck all that. You understand what I'm saying? Let's, di- let's stick to the fucking script. We glad they legalized yeah. the marijuana to try to numb your ass down mm. and lower you back to sleep. But fuck it, these, the, the same way that they're bringing in these new laws to help their economy, because that's what the fuck they're doing with the whole marijuana situation. That, those, that, that concentrated focus should be on police terrorism. Mm-hmm. So we should be talking about how we're gonna decentral- decentralize the police and change that shit around. That's right. Anyway. Yeah. So we're gonna talk more about performative organizing and activism. We come back on Renegade Culture. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bagging on the system. Fuck that shit, cause I ain't the one. For a punk motherfucker with a badge and a gun to be beaten on. Or thrown in jail, we can go toe to toe in the middle of a cell. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
Shout out to NWA. Oh, NWA. Fuck the police. And Kalanji said it with authority. That's right. Word up. Anyway. No sponsors for this show. We get no sponsors at all. And our shit getting flagged. I know. Shout out to Black Power Media. But folks who won't get flagged and who getting plenty of sponsors. So let's get into it a little bit more about sort of performative activism and organizing. Um, and it's not necessarily about just one person because it's a whole culture around what this is like, right? So what we have today, and again, it's not necessarily new, but it's just been like pumped up to Revitalized. another level. Yeah, amplified. yeah, it's amplified. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's not like you said it's not new. It's 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 a historical journey. Yeah. It's something that's always taking place. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Even in back to slavery, back in chattel slavery, you always had motherfuckers who was trying to be the overseers. Yeah, yeah. You had folks who was the, the, the yes or boss. I'm not even gonna say the house niggas because of the fact that for those of you who know, there was brothers and sisters who were in the house who was putting broken glass in, in massive shit. Mm-hmm. But these motherfuckers. Number one house nigga right that's there. Why we got I'm on the light side. I would have been up in the I've been in the attic. I've been in the attic. And every now and then, every now and then, this relationship shows that. But anyway, but I would have burnt the fucking house down. Yeah, right, that's that right. Either that or yeah. we'd have burned his ass down. So, getting back to business. Um, so we, we see that uh, it's been a long history of this shit. And then we fast forward and we see the shit with Jesse Jackson. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Even from the whole Dr. King shit, we dipped the blood on his shirt mm-hmm. and shit. And he was able to fly out of Memphis and do a press conference in Chicago the next day when no fucking body that's else right, was able to fly right. out of out of Memphis. Later on, he, he began to uh, extort uh, companies like Pepsi that's and Coca-Cola, right. so on and so forth. Hijack the whole he, uh, 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 Rainbow Coalition. Hijack the Rainbow all Coalition, shit, all that Fred shit. Hampton, 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 right, yeah. right. Moving right along, you fast forward. Al Sharpton becomes the new prince. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, he inherited everything from Jesse. He yes. took over. They took over the throne. The Straight people. hustler, yeah. saying he was the godson of James Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, scalping fucking tickets in front of the Apollo, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Getting knocked the fuck out on, on, uh, on TV with Roy Ennis. <laughs> oh, that's right, that's, that right that's right. What was my man named that show? Uh, Morton Downey Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah. Morton yeah. Downey yeah. Jr. Yeah. 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 You from up the so way. Performative, performative yeah. activism. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. performative activism. Yeah. So now we fast forward to this year and we have people who come out of that particular tradition mm-hmm. and out of that camp. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden we have Deals with Cadillac. Yep. Motherfuckers yep. doing Cadillac commercials. We're doing the Sister Soldier yeah. on the Grammy. That's right. That That's right. Now, are we trying to let's let's get some shit clear because some of you motherfuckers I hear y'all talk about, oh, that's my friend, and that's nobody give a fuck about your friend. We talking about combat and liberalism here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're talking about not being liberal. If Kamal is doing some bullshit, it is my duty to point out that you're on some bullshit. Mm-hmm. It ain't because we cool, yeah. it ain't because I've been knowing you in a while. Minister Serve, I've, I've been knowing him for 20 years, but it means absolutely shit if he's fucking over the people. Right. In fact, it's my duty to step to him and say, listen, you have to correct this shit or I'm going to out your ass in front of you. Yeah. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? So, we have these folks that's out here today who, they have no revolutionary fervor. Mm-hmm. They grit their teeth in bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers hasn't been, haven't been out in the streets no. putting in that work, that groundwork. We're in the, the age of the internet. Yeah. So in the age of the internet, you could be whoever the fuck you want to be in the world. You know what I'm saying? So people like us, we're looking at, look, being looked at like, oh, y'all just hating on the brother, y'all just hating on the sister. No, we hating on the yeah. bullshit. We have to understand that we are at war for real. It's not just a fucking slick sound bite or a slogan that you use for the fucking Grammys. Yeah. We're at war, and if we at war, like any fucking country on the planet, 
any country at war, nobody's going to be getting up talking about tap dancing and entertaining. Mm -hmm. That shit's not going to happen. There won't even be no yeah, award yeah, shows yeah. when you're at war for real. Exactly. Black folks should be, fuck, you, no one should have to tell you to boycott shit yeah. because of the fact that if you've been mistreated, you should automatically, it should be an automatic inclination inside of your head yeah. to say, listen, I can't get down with this shit. The role, yeah, the role of the organizer activist is not to get deals with Twitter no. or Cadillac. No. It's not to go to a, a, a rally or demonstration and stage an arrest no. and to have your picture taken and then to use that as sort of your, your entree into getting like uh, interviewed by the New York Times and on these talk shows about all the things that need to happen in terms of the, the black existence. And I right. think that's part, like, you know, recently, again, on Twitter, there's somebody who put out the story about how Malcolm, <coughs> uh, Betty, Betty was talking about how Malcolm was in a room and someone offered about $6 million for him to slow down his work. She said mm -hmm. not to stop his work, right. but to slow, slow down. down the right. organizing and activism. And how he turned it down like somebody was giving him a dollar bill. Right. Like he's like, no, 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 that's all right. Like, just, just keep this other conversation going. Can you imagine today how many people would jump on that? When they, when they, when they are it's not even just about like whether or not this is going to age your work, but they're actually telling him directly, point blank. We want you to stop being as militant as you are, and if you do, we're going to pay you to do so. Right? right. right. Folks are taking. Isn't that the definition of a sellout? That's the definition of a sellout. In, 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 yeah. in full effect. People are taking those deals, right? Whether they knowingly or not, they're taking those deals. And ideologically speaking, like you said, they are tied to an organizing and activism whose tradition is far more around integration and policy than and it is around right. self determination. Black control, black power, but what they've done now that wasn't like back in the day, except for Jesse, I guess, who mastered this around the Fred Hampton thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. is that they've incorporated militant language into right. how they do their organizing. Because it's fashionable now. Yeah. Back in the day, they didn't do that shit mm -hmm. because it wasn't fashionable. That's right. But we right. have to look at folks like Al Sharpton, who tried to set up Asada Shakur. Mm -hmm. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We got to look at folks like Jesse Jackson, who tried to set up many of our leaders. You understand what I'm saying? So with, with this whole particular dynamic, we have to think about certain things. And, and the fact that, that this discussion is even being had in 2021 is, is a devastating thought. Mm -hmm. Imagine our ancestors. Imagine our ancestors, Harriet Tubman, folks like that, who are out in the fucking field running and somebody offering her a fucking deal with Cadillac. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's the most crazy shit you can even imagine. Here we are, I was on a fucking radio interview the other day and a motherfucker said to me that, uh, um, well, uh, Activists need to get paid. They should get paid for their work. Who the fuck you talking to? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who the fuck you talking mm -hmm. to? Mm -hmm. I've been, what they say, been in these streets, motherfucker? <laughs> been in these streets, suffered, and, and, and lost relationships the whole nine because of me not accepting certain types of bullshit. So don't come to me talk about we deserve to get paid. We know better than any motherfucking mm -hmm. body else because of the fact that we've been here before you even knew what the fuck was going on in the streets. So don't miss us with that bullshit right there. You know what I'm saying? You got to come with some new shit. Just say, listen, um, I want to be famous. Yeah. I want to be popular. I want to yeah. be popular. I am right. an activist. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I, I act like this, motherfucker. I act like I'm about that life. Yo, they already came to you about doing a reality show, right? I mean, that was like back in fucking yeah. 2010, 2011 or whatever. And they was asking us about following FTP moving around. And I said, follow us around for what? You going to help pass out some of these motherfucking sandwiches? <laughs> oh, no, we can uh, do such a... You can't... What the fuck would I look like? I, I swear on everything. And I had certain people like, man, you know, the organization can gain popularity, yeah, yeah, yeah. so on and so forth. 
We've never given up our fucking credibility. We're not fucking, as Mile talked about, back in the day, Mile talked about toothless tigers. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you got fucking digital tigers. That's right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You got motherfuckers who, who that bite mm-hmm. and that bark don't mix. Yeah. But they quick to attack you. Yeah. They quick yeah. to attack other people. And they quick to tell you that you shouldn't attack these organizations no, right. because if say, you say right. anything negative about these organizations, right. you're doing the job of the state. So no, there's no, no accountability. So the one hand they're telling you, but one hand they're telling you there's no account. They can't, right. you can't have accountability unless you publicly say something right. because you are act, you're you're acting right. on behalf of black people. You are making public statements about fighting for the liberation of black people, yeah. for the policy issues of black people, for the issues around nationalism or control and all that kind of stuff. Once you step on the stage and say that then it's all open. You can't right, collect right, money yeah, and not right, talk about, no. and, not, and not be uh, asked questions about where that money goes, who gets it, how's it spent. That's part of the role. Right, and, and you know, just like Claude, you just said, there's a level of, of accountability to the people. And if you're not holding yourself accountable to the people, then you find yourself building into the corporation. So you have these aspirational activists and whatnot, where right. they aspire just to be bigger black capitalists. That's really all they aspire yeah, yeah, yeah. to be. But that's right. but so now it's like, to be famous, to be an activist is to, is to try to be famous and come and look a certain kind of way. That's what, you got young people now that are aspiring to do that. Right. Starting their own organization yeah. without even following about the other organizations that's Don't done you know the work you. that you're trying to do. Yeah. Right. It's a career. So it's, yeah. it's not accidental and that's done by distraction as well. Mm-hmm. But these are, that's part of the reason why the police feel comfortable in a black city putting his fucking knee in a, in a, in a, in a, in a man's neck in front of the entire fucking world. In the the camera's out there, the whole nine, not trying to hide anything because of the fact that they know that these motherfuckers ain't gonna do nothing but get a goddamn check, mm-hmm. go in there, march, talk that shit, or whatever, and then they burn the property down, it's okay because the insurance it's companies sure who already raped and robbed and pillaged the fucking land, exactly. the insurance companies, the same motherfuckers who sponsored slavery, these are the motherfuckers that's gonna fucking rebuild the shit after, we, after you done tearing the shit yeah. down. And I'll say two, two quick things on this. One is like there's a now a national profile of how these organizations operate. Not yes. just on police brutality, but on issues of housing, police brutality, um, uh, welfare. They basically create these national outlets and say that they're speaking for everybody around the country who's been doing this local work for five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Yes. And they tell the foundations, yeah. give us the money, right? Give us the bag, give us 20 million so that we can make sure everybody else gets, gets their boats uplifted. And then what they'll do is that they'll give each organization about 100,000. So they'll spend like 2 million out of their budget for these local organizations. Meanwhile, they kept the 18 million for themselves, mm-hmm. claiming that they're doing all this work for the community. Outreach. And then the second thing is and that a select lot, organizations. The not, select, not, no, not everybody, not, no, not everybody. But then the second thing is that now you have people who I know who used to be in these streets That's right. who are covering for these organizations mm. and saying shit about how these organizations need, need to be protected or they're doing all this stuff. When 20 years ago, y'all were the same folks criticizing Al Sharpton right. and Jesse Jackson for this same performative bullshit. So why are they see, doing that, Kamal? Because everybody's getting the bag, bitch. Everybody's see, you know getting what? the motherfucking bag. But see, that's why shows like Renegade Culture and Black Power Media are so needed to keep the truth, to keep the accountability to the people. So big up to Renegade Culture and the work we're doing because all the things you talked about are things, if you go back in the three years that y'all been doing the show, we deal with all those topics all the mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. directly from the people. That's man, right, that's listen, right. man, I'm, 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 I'm still on that... Uh, what your man say? Ski mask way, nigga ransom note. 
Far from handsome, but damn a nigga toe. That's how I'm feeling these days, so. I want that bag too, motherfucker. But All right, we're gonna get it another way. Renegade culture, we gonna right back. The Grinch. That's how the producer sound. Y'all can't hear me. Shit. You know what I'm saying? He's giving us our cues and be ready to get back on the air. Yeah, hope it sound right. like James Brown. You know what I'm saying? Day Max, I'm talking about DMX a little bit too. Like, people don't want to admit that their brother's going to die. I was I mean, saying. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we all going to die, man. I mean, like, he's basically no dead death. already. Not yeah. like, you know, he's going to die. Anyway, man. shout out to DMX. Oh. Oh. What Kamal talk about? Kamal mad because DMX ain't from Brooklyn. Just like he ain't. But anyway. Right. We're going we to move on. Let's move um, on, brother. So basically, we're talking about what's going on. We're talking about a whole lot of shit today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kamal going to need security after this joint. No doubt. <laughs> From a dead man? I don't understand. <laughs> anyway, so kicking it off, we're going to kick off about SB202. Yeah. Right? It's the Election Integrity Act. It was a bill signed by uh, 23 white folks, 22 white men, and one white woman. And it's basically should be called. I mean, I know a lot of these motherfuckers talking about Jim Crow 2.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we just basically it's the, the the usual voter suppression act. These motherfuckers is taking it back to the Confederacy. They're mad because of the fact that once again mm -hmm. they lost. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So whenever these motherfuckers lost, they lose, they go to extreme lengths. Now, I understand that uh, the All Star Major League Baseball All Star Game mm -hmm. has been pulled out of Georgia yeah, uh, yeah. because of that particular bill. Uh, we support that. Um, I know they took the signs down yesterday. Uh, the Georgia Board of Tourism was saying that they've lost up to $100 million off of that move or whatever, based on tourism, yeah. right? Now, Kemp, this lowlife, raggedy bastard, <laughs> who's a pure fucking racist, he's the same motherfucker that had his fucking shotgun, mm -hmm. talking about rounding up Round illegals. Up numbers, right? He bought a bus during his election campaign, talking about rounding up illegals, mm -hmm. and here it is, you motherfuckers voted for him anyway. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this rat bastard said he's not letting up. Yeah. Now, there's a few Negroes mm -hmm. that's running behind him saying that you shouldn't boycott because such and such. That's my King voice because Bernice King is one of them. <laughs> okay? <laughs> now, there's another motherfucker. What's the other? Uh, Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. What? Now, everybody's jumping up and down uh, because Oprah's stunt double was running for office. <laughs> now, all of a sudden... She trying to goddamn calm down the natives because mm -hmm. of the fact that they feel that it's going to hurt the economy in Georgia. Yeah. Now, I know some of you listening and saying that's fucked up. Uh, you attacking black women. No, I'm not fucking attacking black women. I'm fucking attacking this fake-ass democracy that we live under. Malcolm said democracy right. is a hypocrisy. hypocrisy. You that's understand right. what I'm saying? And they stand by that. That's right. Anyway, so... Um, any thoughts on that whole... Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I think, thing? you know, part of this is like Kemp's attempt to win favor with the conservatives. Nice. Again. Kemp's I like attempt. That. Kemp's okay, attempt. Okay. Yeah, you like that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Not Johnny Kemp. Just nah, nah, just like, you know what I'm saying? Like a little DMX for you. Right? Okay. Oh, oh, um, so some of this is saying that this is Kemp's attempt to win back over the conservatives because Trump, when he was in office, tried to press Kemp and uh, the Secretary of the State to either call the election, throw out the election results, and because it would be so blatant that they decided not to do that. Right. But Kemp now, because Trump is going to come after him, is trying to go hard right and do the voter suppression, which he thinks will allow him, one, to appease Trump voters, but two, to cut off black votes, Latino votes, 
uh, more liberal votes, I guess, whatever there is of that, from getting Stacey Abrams uh, winning over him in the next gubernatorial election. So I think there's a lot at play here um, in terms of what they're trying to do and the strategy behind it. And some of it, I think, is, though, is like this whole thing around elections, again, taking center stage. I'm not saying they're not important, right. but this narrative continually gets pushed that this is through the, the salvation of us as a people has to go through this policy and this voting stuff. And again, it's important. There's billions of dollars behind it. But, you know, this back and forth around it is not going to mean something to cast on the street. Let me just be real with that. On the real. Like, communities ain't going to change. Zero. You can go into liberal uh, places with liberal governors. You can go in, here in Atlanta, a place with liberal mayors. What happens on the street is not what happens up in these, not these boardrooms uh, and these elected high official offices where these folks just cut deals with each other. Not, it doesn't, doesn't matter as much who's in office. Stacey Abrams, if she gets in office, as much as y'all may love her, right. she's going to cut them deals the same way Kemp has been cutting them deals. And those deals are going to be cut with corporate enterprises right. to make sure that they can keep their headquarters here in Georgia and or in Atlanta, that they can get the tax breaks that they want, um, that they can get everything that they need, free property, cheap property, bonds issued to help them, while the little people continue to struggle. They just get a pittance get of the resources the and get, get to push out. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like the song used to go, man, better listen to your corner and watch the hook. Anyway, what else we got going over here? Yo, so we also got the stuff around COVID. So we haven't really talked a lot about COVID recently. Um, but as folks know, the vaccine has been out. Mm -hmm. um, the inoculations are stepping up. Did you get yours yet? Um, I haven't got mine yet, but okay. I'm, I might right. go get it soon. Okay. Although I'm still well, you know, Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. It's still one of those <laughs> iffy things, but I still may get mine soon. So uh, people are talking about whether or not we're reaching one, either herd uh, immunity. Um, herd immunity um, and or two, whether or not things are going to change because this, the, the vaccines are out. And some places, including Georgia now, have started lifting all their restrictions. And because of that, there are now some spikes in certain places. Um, so the question is, are we in a post-COVID society or are we going to still be living with this for a long time? Well, you know, it's funny. Um, I was in a, a dirty ass Kroger the other day, and over the over the uh, the, uh, the intercom, they said uh, we have four more COVID uh, shots we're giving away. Now I'm looking at this motherfucking place. I wouldn't even eat the fucking fruit out of there. You understand what I'm saying? You I just said you was in there though. I mean, I was, but I mean, I was going to get some shit like some fucking paper plates and packages, some shit. You know what I'm saying? Some, some pre-packaged yeah, plastic bags. Nothing fresh, nothing alive. Yeah, some some rope spray in case. I see the police or something. Though, you know what I'm saying? Vaccine at Kroger? Motherfucker, yo, listen, man. It's all over now. Yeah. It's everywhere. I, I mean, shit, I mean, wow. man. And I, I was at Kroger in the hood, and, wow. they, and I see the people looking and shit, and I'm looking like, please don't like them. I'm like, man, <laughs> this right here. If you think that these mother and they they sound like they's giving them away. We got four left. Come on now. <laughs> Get your shot. Motherfuckers looking at me like, nah, motherfucker. I, I'm the only one shooting around this bitch. So I ain't, I ain't sticking no motherfucking needles in me wow. talking that crazy. I shit. mean, I still, I, I'm going to probably get the shot. I mean, I, okay, I think well. eventually my wife is going to get it soon. Okay. I think most folks. So you're going to let your wife go first? Hell yeah. That's what you're going to do. That's what a real man does. Ladies first. Ladies first. That's what a real man does. You're going to wait like six months. All right, baby, you year. okay? Like, oh, well, all right. Let me go get this now. It is crazy. But you know, I think. Policy I mean, just changed the name. I, I think, you know, for the most, millions of people have gotten these shots yeah, now. Yeah, millions yeah. and millions and millions of people have gotten these shots all around the world. In fact, uh, the Western world 
has hoarded all of these shots. Hoarded. And it's like 0.01% of so-called, what we used to call third world, Africa, Asia, Latin America, uh -huh. have had access to these inoculations and stuff like that. So as these folks are treating themselves and their, and their, and their populations, others aren't. So I, I think, relatively speaking, the shots are safe. Um, I think the I think that is. So, so what you 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 no, worried about no, it? Wait a minute, no, let me hear, let me hear, doctor. Wait a minute. Listen, I mean the thing is they got different strands coming out, so they saying like once you take it, then you still might can get it. It's like what's what's the purpose? Yeah. I, I think it's gonna be like the flu. I, 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 yeah, that's, that's what I think this is gonna yeah. be. This Listen. is gonna be every year you gotta get a boost or something. I ain't like never so, got a flu here, shot. Here, 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 <laughs> me neither. Here at culture, here at Renegade culture, clearly that shit is split down the goddamn middle. Yeah. And it, it's, it's a it's a bad day in America when I'm on the air doctor's team. <laughs> I be goddamn if I'm getting a motherfucking shot. I had COVID, and I'm saying fuck that bullshit because of the fact that it's always some brand new shit that these motherfuckers invent. To me, COVID is a fucking extension of capitalism. That shit wasn't bouncing around like this before. Now all of a sudden, uh, a monkey ate a fly who ate a frog and fucked a dog and all this other crazy shit. <laughs> now, now it's here just like the green, the green, what was it the fucking green monkey with AIDS back in the day? Right, right, Man, right. fuck Man, all Ebola. No, but there's new, I mean, we're not saying, I mean, there's, there's new viruses that happen all the time. Yeah within sort of the human community, again, like, and it's, it's close to what you said, right? Some interaction around uh, food that's not properly stored or cooked yeah. or, or something along those lines. So that's nothing new. Right. And we've had pandemics before. And we've had pandemics where millions upon millions of people have died. Yes. And we've yeah. also had vaccines that have actually helped support people living. So I'm, I'm not opposed necessarily to, I think it's been rushed. I think it's quick. I think there's still okay. things that are sort of, uh, the experiment is happening on the ground, but I also think, even though I compare it to the flu, this thing is much more dangerous than the flu. So yeah, I think there's I, reasons yeah. that make sense to why we may need to take a shot as opposed to just waiting and seeing what happens. There's a lot yeah. more uh, cons than pros, it sounds like over here. Well, it sounds like there's more pros than cons to taking the shot. Yeah, the, the pr pros mean that you'll go, <laughs> pros mean that you'll see if there's a heaven after you die, motherfucker. Like DMX. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we know what, we got a few minutes left before we go. Yeah. We're going to have our bowl question. Okay. Oh, uh, my man prepared. Oh, uh, uh, he's got, uh, it's like two in inch. Oh, like, shit. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Special for the for the 300th. Yeah. Uh, 300th episode? Wait, not 300th episode, three years. I can't see you like me. I was like, is it 300th episode? Don't get the COVID shot. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck what are you talking about? Don't get about? your COVID shot, B. Fuck a COVID um, shot. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, this is kind of sappy and shit like that. Uh -oh. right? It's All like right. just some old yeah, um, Houdini shit right here, yo. Hey, it's, two, it's two, two questions in there. So the man said you want me to do both or you want me to do? It's you. If you do one, let me do the other one. All right, go ahead. Grab that one. All right. Okay. So this one, so we're going to ask each other the question or when we come back from the break, you want to answer it? Okay, okay yeah. I'm scared to okay. know. Yeah, right. All right, let's do that. <laughs> I, I set myself up for this bullshit. You did, you did. Okay. Hey, you. This shit feel like you got some chewing gum in here stuck to the motherfucker. Maybe that's good. Are right, you ready? Oh, yeah, yeah. you go ahead and ask the question. I'm going to ask you the question. Yeah, you don't answer it now when we come back from the break. I know, I heard you. I'm going to look at you in the eyes, brother. Don't be looking at me in the eyes. Define <laughs> the word love. <laughs> Why you laughing for that? I know, you know right? what I'm saying? Sensitive back. Because motherfucker want me to look him in his eyes. <laughs> I know, I know. I ain't get Hold that now, part. That's a real question, brother. Grant. What's that? What you got for me? What is your <laughs> what kind of cold slaw did you eat on Renegade Culture Podcast? What, what is your favorite Renegade Culture Podcast? Oh, okay. Episode, episode perhaps? Episode. Okay. episode. Yeah, okay. Episode. All right, so we come back, we're gonna answer those questions. Set you, up, Kalanji. you know what I'm saying? Thank and we're gonna have a great uh outro when we come back on Renegade Culture. Boom.
Yo, yo, yo Westside, shout out to Westside Gun. Shout out to the old Griselda. Vinny the Butcher. Conway. Conway. Conway is the motherfucking man. Y'all fuck with Conway. Vinny Gangs too. Yo, but hold up though. Rock Marciano, the son of the Pick up the rock, the OG. Are they all alive? Are they all alive? No doubt. When Vinny didn't get shot in Walmart in Texas and shit, he didn't die though. They tried to rob him in the Walmart parking lot. Shot him in the mouth? I'm thinking about Conway. Oh, yeah, God. He got yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ecstasy's dead. Right? One yeah, love. Yeah, what oh. you just on a dead MC? Uh, I just wanna, I'm just trying to name all the those who stopped. Bold question. Let's do okay. There you go, man. Yeah. So, because I keep thinking about how you wrote the question, I keep thinking about Houdini with one love. Okay. So here's the question again. Define the word love, Kalanji. Love. Love in the city. Nah, love to me is, is, is deep affection. It's it's uh it's, it's 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 a special kind of interest. It's revolution. You know what I'm saying? Revolution is a is Che Guevara said revolution is an act of love. Mm -hmm. So even with what we consider love, relationships and all that, is a revolution. It's about change. It's about growth. It's about understanding. And unfortunately, in love, people fall out of love because of the fact they get into love for the wrong reasons. Thank you. No, 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 I just said my love, my love podcast. At first, I didn't know where the fuck he was going with it, but he cleaned that up. I'm provocative. He landed that plane. He landed that plane. I'm gonna give him credit on that. One love. What's the question you have for? I just don't come with the Houdini version. The man said the question for Kamal K. Franklin and the K stand for Kunta Kente. Holla. What is your favorite? Renegade Culture Podcast episode. I mean, when I think about my favorite show, it was also like one of our most angry shows. Okay. But it's now my favorite show. Oh, man. And it's when we had the great debate. The great debate. <laughs> the great debate. That's so we had on Shelly Winters. Shelly Winters. April Silver from um, Black Voters Matter. Okay. Um, Anoa Changa, no relation. Um, and no we had my man on Ben Dixon. Ben, ben Dixon. Dixon. Who yes. lit it up? He lit, he lit it up. My ben man got was like, charged. I'm like, up. Oh. Hey, so he did incredible Ben. Because I wanted like, a debate. Yeah. But I wanted. A, I thought it was gonna be all like you know. But you know, Cass got into it and it was like it just exploded. And then of course I went off and I said you know, some ill shit too. told host to say that. But now when I, I've listened to it, I've been like, all right, that shit was funny. Now the ill shit about funny. that, that's the same show that Shelly went to rip this fucking mask off and I was I got COVID the next fucking week. <laughs> so I was out for the next couple shows. Now I don't know if it had anything to do with anything, but it was because I didn't get the shot that Kamal got. Yo, all our <laughs> listeners uh, in the comments, write, uh, text up one of your favorite episodes so we can know what it is. True, and uh, let true. everybody else know so they can go check it out. No doubt, no doubt. Also, check out some of our other shows on Black Power Media. We got we got the Luke Man Nation, Luke Man Nation. I see you sound like I'm like Luke Man. We got mixed with a life. We got the last dope intellectual. Okay. We got real talk. Okay. And we also got this new show that just popped up called Riot Starter TV. Riot Starter TV. I don't know. Somebody's on that shit. That shit dope. Hey, but you know what they keep talking about? What they do? The doctor's office. The doctor's office. That is a And we got some new shows that will be coming at you yeah. the next few weeks. Yeah, so we're we going to announce them just yet because, nah, in fact, nah. they ain't cut them checks yet. They ain't cut them yeah. checks yet. Yeah. But yeah. remember, yeah. we got on Tuesday, April 20th, mm -hmm. 
from 8 to 10 a.m. Yes. We got the Remix Morning Show, which is going to be live. 420. Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You look out for that, but it starts April 20th. And the time is what? What's the time? 8 a.m. I said that. 8 a.m. Eastern time. 8 to 10. Did you not? You got some wax in your ear, son? I was thinking about that 420. I just got caught on that part. Fuck the time. So keep supporting us at Black. Now you got me messing it up, man. Black Power Media on Patreon. And then we got our last Patreon list that we want to give of all the folks who gave us some support this week. For the record, because people keep asking how do they get to the Patreon, go to blackpowermedia.org. Yep, yep. Blackpowermedia.org, you can find all the shit you need. Yeah. Blah. Yeah. So, sir. Yo, big up to Tafari, Mellis Louise, Kai, Brandy, Christina Charles, Scott, Angela Davis, Sean Riley, Jack Walsh, David Silberg, Pirate School, Ashley and Chanel Dijon. Nope. Nice. That's your mustard. We got mustard. Yeah. All right. Thank y'all so much. Also, Angela Davis. Angela Davis. I don't, I mean, okay. We have no idea if that's the Oh, no, that Davis. is? Yo, man. That's How do you know that's Angela Davis? He has no, no man, idea. I don't know what that is. That's Rod Wade. That's Rod Wade. That's Rod He don't know Angela Davis from Angela Davis from Angela Stan. Oh, wait a minute. I just got a call. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. It's DMX calling from the hospital room. I think he said, I'm alive. I'm come beat your ass. All right. Renegade coaching, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Blow, 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 blow. 